For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com. Welcome to episode 97, only three more to go, of Star Wars and Scotch, which also means, Tim, that Andor is three weeks away. 20 days out. 20 days out from Andor, which will be episode 100. We still don't know how we're going to do that all in one day but we'll figure it out don't worry we'll figure It'll it be out okay I'll, I'll bring my pjs and a sleeping bag we'll have a sleepover gonna, at your house we're gonna do a midnight uh thing yep all right yeah i'm bringing the scotch and my pjs i feel like i should get a projector and we should sit in the pool oh my god that'd be so neat <laughs> just for four hours till we're wrinkly and gross it's <laughs> fun out there watching indoor May as well so smoke dope. a brisket too. Um, but yeah, so Andor's in uh in three weeks. Super excited. Um there's so much like it's it's nerd Christmas right now. You have two episodes into House of the Dragon. So good. Is, I really like is, it so far. Which has proven to everyone that they actually do love Westeros, despite everyone, you know, granted, last season's terrible. I will be the first was, to admit. I mean, that. yeah, it was it was kind of a, a crap show, but But we still love that world and the universe. Did you see the the TikTok of the person standing outside the apartment building in New York City. And I was going to ask lights. you if you saw the same thing. Yeah, it yeah. was like everyone watching the same Game of Thrones episode was great. Yeah, so I think they've got basically their their fan base back for uh, this episode. And the showrunners in that show are like, we understand what happened and we understand what we need to do. And Martin is working with us. So excited about that. Uh, two days from now is Rings of Power. I believe we get two episodes right off the bat. Paul, if you confirm that'd be great. We got Rings of Power on, on Friday. And then three weeks from now, actually, before I say what I'm about to say, I'd love to say that I'm d- drinking some delicious King's Coast coffee because <laughs> this is going to segue right into that thing that I sent you this morning. All right, go uh, for it. Uh, and you can go over to kingscoastcoffee.com. If you're in the Long Island area this weekend, you might want to check out what's going on. There's going to be a party at King's Coast to celebrate our fifth anniversary. Man, fifth five birthday. years, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, man, it's it's been a wild ride, but King's Coast Coffee, uh, 
five years, discounts, all sorts of fun stuff for the five-year celebration. So be a part of it. Kingscoastcoffee.com. Again, I keep telling everyone to join the Kings Club. If you're not in the Kings Club, you're missing out. There's some good stuff going on over there. Um, and uh, we're, like I said, we're, we're already prepping for next year, but holidays is all set. I'm excited to uh, launch holiday stuff and um, prepare for that as well. So cheers to five years at Kings Coast. It's been a fun while. I already, already ago, finished. Tim, I didn't know we were cheering. I already finished my drink. Dar- cheers. A year ago, Tim, you at the four year anniversary, we did a little retreat out to the Hamptons and Tim learned what Cool was. I yes, I learned about I learned a, a lot of a lot of things, Kevin. I learned that um, that goat cheese looks like mutts. And uh, I learned that uh, cheese, it flaming hot che- Cheeto macaroni and cheese with lobster is disgusting. And uh, what else did we learned? Skinwalkers. We talked about uh, we talked about skin. Yeah, uh, because of that thing in that we heard in the pool. We heard something. We learned we learned where Stranger Things originates from. It was yep. a good time. I, I, that was so much fun. That was a great trip. Yeah, we'll do it again soon. That was a good but time. Anywho. Kingscoastcoffee.com. So where I was going with this is during Nerd Christmas. So we said House of Dragon. We said Rings of Power and or's in three weeks. But this is a shit this, show. This morning. <laughs> this is. You, I don't I don't no, understand. Two days ago. This comes from InsideTheMagic.net. Apparently, Disney is quietly just being like, oh, by the way, Bad Batch Season 2 comes Why? out on September Why 28th. Would they, <laughs> why would they do this? Where's the cadence? Um, so there's, there's and barring an announcement or anything, because that's what Disney Plus currently says, Bad Batch will release a week after Andor, which means Tim and I are going to have a lot to talk about for a few weeks. To the point where it's slightly overwhelming, to be honest. Um, I just don't understand why they're going to have two Star Wars shows competing up against each other that are happening around the same timeline. For me, it goes back to what I what we said in the past, which is I don't think they see animation competing with live action. I think they just see it as universe building. So I wonder if that Tim and Kevin will watch both shows. They know that Danielle and Amy will watch Andor, and that's it. Probably. They they have no interest in Bad Batch. And they never will. Do you think they're going to release Bad Batch on Fridays? I hope so. I'm God, really I hope it's, it's not like I hope it's not like a double double feature Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah, no. Wednesdays really are going to be closed if that's the case. I'm just taking Wednesdays off. I'm going to have to. Oh my God, I was planning on doing it anyway when Andor started switching my 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 off days to Monday Wednesday because then I can stay up late and watch Game of Thrones and not be exhausted on monday oh i'm not talking about taking time off from the gym kevin oh oh you're talking about work i'm talking about work (laughs) i love i love that you would prefer yes i would rather take time off from streaming than i would leg day (laughs) because yeah because i could have a rest day in stream on saturday you know like i could move that around whereas doing doing leg day weekends I, okay, but like, but here's the thing though, is that some weekends end up being leg day. So like Saturdays would be leg day. So that means if I moved everything, that means I would be doing leg day on Sunday and then going right into chest day. That's terrible. I do the no, opposite. Thank you. I do chest day and, and then leg day. That's my kid. Tell me how to work out. I'm just telling you what the app that we both you use telling told me, me how to do. To, I'm not going to change my schedule. <laughs> The fuck, Kevin? <laughs> but he'll change his work schedule. Let's keep that in mind. <laughs> Just move um, your entire life around. 
I'm just I'm just really honing in on the fact that you would rather be like, well, I'll just stream later. I'll just stream on Saturday instead of like, <laughs> I'm not messing up my gym schedule. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> Right, I might have a problem. <laughs> Weep it. I have a problem. Um, but yeah, I really hope it's releases on Friday because that Wednesday mornings, that would be a lot to try and digest. Even for me, get the kids to school. Get to, I'm going to have to wake up at like five uh, just to watch everything. Pass. So uh, I really hope we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully Disney makes an announcement. But right now it's slated. I to just come don't understand why they're like, oh, we're going to push this back. And then, oh, we're going to bring it back to where it was before. A little bit earlier, yeah. actually. Like, why pile it on top of each other? That's I don't I don't know. Because wasn't it? It was supposed to, it was supposed to come out this year, but it was going to be like October. Oh, it was earlier than that. So it was. Oh, that's right. It was August. No, Andor was supposed to be today. Andor was supposed to be a week and a half ago. Bad Batch originally earlier in the year was supposed to be August 31st. Then we were told it was rumored to be October. Now it's September it 28th. So but why everyone thinks August 31st was just a placeholder like day. It never was actually the day they planned on releasing it. This is so frustrating. I, I just want to know the reasoning. Why? Like you said, it probably like for them, it's just like the more more media on the platform, the better. Like, I guarantee you there's a larger crossover of people that watch Marvel and live action Star Wars than there oh, is sure. that watch animated Star Like there's probably more people watching. Have you been be watching She Hulk? No, because I'm on it's really Moon good. It's still, like, really, really behind. good. I don't understand why She Hulk's been getting shit on. Has it? It has been. Shit. There's a bunch of just like, girl. You know, it's just oh, well, like. That's and, why. Yeah. And then there's also people who are just like, oh, we don't need a, oh, uh, this animation, uh, green, uh, you know, it's just, it, a lot of people are just crapping on the overall quality and it's fun. It feels a lot like, um, man, it's got like, it, it, it has like Ant-Man style humor and. It, it, they break the fourth wall, so the actress, she ends up talking to the audience, which is, like, really fun. But I think there's a reason why she's talking that way. Um, you have to watch it. It's really good. And, like, the I whole heard. idea is, like, she's she's a better Hulk than, than Bruce Banner is, which is really great. Um, it's a great show. It's just really fun. I heard two things. I heard one, Mark Ruffalo's done after this. This is the end of... Him as Hulk. Okay, so he there he's on record saying he would love to do more Hulk stuff. He says the um the plan the Hulk planet, um that entire story yeah. arc the, the the and also the War of the Hulks like that's that story arc like really interests him and he'd love to explore that. And then the second thing I heard was they found a way to explain Eric Bana being the Hulk before Mark Ruffalo in. Well, that's a multiverse thing. But they explained it in She Hulk. Apparently, I, I haven't gotten to that part yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I read, don't know how. I read something in passing. Well, then I'm so. very excited because Amy and I have watched episodes one and two, but I saw people doing reviews on episode three, and episode three isn't out yet. So it comes out today. Um, oh, maybe then that's what it is. So I don't know if people. I don't know if people just got like early access to watch that episode or or what. Um, so maybe that's where the explanation comes in. But Amy and I watched episodes one and two, and and the guy who plays the guy who plays um, Abomination is in episode two, and so that's the crossover where it's like. Um, she's like, you tried to kill my uncle because she actually ends up being his attorney, and oh, it's like that—that's a part of yeah. She ends up being his attorney because it's the She-Hulk attorney at law, and she ends up 
representing abomination, which is really funny. Uh, but like she had to go, like she had to like go through this whole thing of like asking Bruce if it, like it was okay if she could could do that. So it was fun. Anyways, I I uh, I'm on Moon Knight now. I just finished Hawkeye. We're actually taking a Marvel break because we're watching The Flight Attendant on HBO. With uh, oh, that's Kaylee. such a good show, Kevin. Dude, I'm two episodes in and I am fucking hooked in a half. Amazing show. Yeah, that show has that show has been awesome. But um, I finished Hawkeye, and the whole time I just sat there and I was like, I swear to God. If this man doesn't get home to his kids by Christmas and has a happy fucking ending, I am going to write a strongly worded letter to Marvel you feel and Disney. For him. You feel for Kurt the entire time. I like the, the the weight of him just being done. Like I was like, dude, I feel that. And then when he goes to the Avengers Memorial and you realize what happened to everyone else, it's just like he's the only one left. Yeah. And he's like, just he's so tired because he, he's not a, he's not a superhero. Like no. that, at the end of the day, he's just a dude. He's just a dude who could shoot an arrow really, really well. And he's so broken and his hearing's all fucked up. You know, he has a yep. hearing aid. Um, you know, just like he's just so tired. And you feel that the entire way through. Yeah, so I was I was very happy. Spoilers. I was very happy that that show ended exactly how I emotionally needed it to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like that show is also a year old. So <laughs> to almost two years old now, right? The only thing I hoped for that I didn't get was I was hoping Elena would show up for Christmas, too. But. Obviously, uh, do you think completely off topic? Then we'll get back to Star Wars. Do you think that Elena and um, Kate will be the like quippy, funny Nat Clint relationship in the new Avengers? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think they're gonna teach. Yeah, I feel like that like that type of relationship would 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 work really well because yeah, she's like uh, Natasha's sister is very. Um, She's very, just very straightforward. She's very like, like things just like go over her head. Like mm-hmm. she's just very much so. She's just straight to it. And then she's very much so the opposite. She's very like fun, like a lot, like I guess a lot, like like Clint was. People shit on Kate too. I was like, she's perfect, Kate Bishop. Like just she stop. was, a, yeah, she's fun. Like, I like that actress. She's been like that's usually like her normal like character that she portrays. I feel like that like just like that quirky kind of like girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a good job. I really enjoyed it. I ne- I still need to watch Miss Marvel. Uh, I haven't watched that one yet. I have to watch that one too. Um, I, I think Marvel's to, killing it. Anyways, back to Star Wars. Marvel is is killing it. So Star Wars. So Bad Batch. Yes. Can I can I throw a crazy theory out there and and bounce it off you and see? Is there a yeah, reason course. perhaps? That Andor and Bad Batch would come out at the same time from a story perspective. That's I mean that's the only thing that I could think of. And like you and I had talked about this earlier, um, the a whole idea of having some type of crossover in between, because we were because we were looking at the timelines and we we're trying to figure out like where did this all happen and, and Bad Batch like where it is and and Andor especially the beginning the beginning of Andor happens like ten years before and that like that like lean that that lines up perfectly with Bad Batch. So the beginning of of Cassian's story and and Bad Batch like matching up just makes sense to me. So yes, I one hundred percent feel like this is a planned thing where there's going to be some type of Venn diagram where it just kind of just crosses over innately and, and it's it's gonna be kind of like these two stories that are being told at the same time completely ridiculous thing that will not come true but i'm going to say it anyway out of sheer fandom what if we see an animated cassian andor in bad batch and then we get introduced at the end of andor to live action bad batch okay just because fortnite and destiny did a crossover 
doesn't mean that Star Wars needs the two crossovers. I'm just saying, like, it would be a crossover so, so, in the same universe. So, no, but I mean, crossover in the show like that of, like, actual medium of how you do artwork uh, and storytelling. Um, no, but I mean, like, that that would make... You, I even mentioned that. I said, like, the idea of having, like, an animated Cassian in Bad Badge would make sense. Like, they could make that work really, really well. Now, you, you would have to take Tamora Morrison and you would have to de-age him and then you'd have to dress him up as all of these different characters. That would be terrible. It'd be absolutely horrible. Or Daniel, what's his name, who played young, um, he played Yo- young Boba uh, yeah. for Clone Wars for episode two. Your buddy two. on Twitter. Yeah, he follows me on Twitter. Can't, Daniel, I forget his last name. Um, he tells a great story. He told a great story during Star Wars Celebration about him working with Tamora Morrison. And he was like, he's like, you call me dead, and I'll call you son. All right? And he's like, all right, dead. And he's like, all right, son. And I was like, that's just so that's so good. It's just really, really cute. Uh, anyways, uh, I think that's the only way that you could make that work. Or they'd have to have their, their masks on the entire time. Like, there's no way like, you could yeah. have Yeah. Um, but for, to, like, for Cassian to cross over into Bad Batch, that 100% would make sense. That would be easy for them. They just very, to, very easy. And we saw Fennec in Bad Batch season one, so it's not like a yeah, exactly. strong conclusion. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, that was the theory that I want to throw out there. I do not think we will see a live action bad match. I'm not saying that. I mean, it'd be cool as hell. If we did, it would be like, (laughs) it would be like a a shot from behind, like an action scene. And they were like all like CGI'd. I just don't Mm -hmm. think there'd be any type of like real interaction between the characters on screen just because of just how complicated that shot would be. Yeah. Or they'd have to use like their crazy facial technology, which I doubt they want to spend on the the money to do it on the bad batch. A lot of work. Yeah, because you'd have to have like you said four of yeah. You'd have Morrison. to DH Tamora Morrison, then you'd have to you'd in like and all of their faces are a little different. It's not like a it's not like a clone, like a true clone because they're different. They are they are modified. And I wonder like, if they could get other actors then to play them because they are slightly mo- modified. I think it'd be easier just to take Tamora Morrison's face and kind of just like shift it around a little bit. Just because you know, like half- they all they all look the same. It's just like there's little like like Hunter's face is a little bit more elongated than Wrecker's face. And then Crosshair's face is like really, really different versus everybody else. So like everybody has like this very unique look, but they all still look very similar to each other. So yeah, yeah I mean, like, maybe you get Sylvester Stallone to play Hunter. I mean, that would work. Uh, uh. And then for Wrecker, you'd have to make a big Tamir Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be cool, but I think the likelihood of seeing Andor and Bad Batch is far higher than a, than a, a, a live action, uh, yep. even a shot of the Bad Batch. So, I, again, it'd be cool, but taking it in stride. But I do think there might be some plot points that come from Andor that will be relevant to Bad Batch. I also think the cloning story from Bad Batch will pick up and will affect, even though it's years in the future, will affect some of the things that happen in Mandalorian Season 3. Um, I also think we'll learn more about Palpatine's cloning pet project stuff now that we know more about him from episode nine. Oh, uh, sure. But we will see. Yes. Uh, you sent me this sideshow figurine this morning of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, now I want it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really good, right? <laughs> so exp- explain to them why it's special. Um, I mean, like, so we've never really seen, um, uh, we've never seen Obi-Wan Kenobi in full armor in Clone Wars. Uh, we, we've seen him with, with the armor on, except the helmet, 
we've seen him in his like his Jedi armor. Uh, but this SciShow piece is essentially it's it's very similar to the Vader one that they that they uh, they did. Um, it's like Vader and like half of his cape is on fire and like his helmet's off and he looks really badass. And he's like standing on like on like the hull of like a, a like a Star Destroyer. And on this one, it's Obi-Wan and he's standing and he's got like his foot on. Uh, uh, the, oh, yeah, he's standing on a on a B, on a B2 battle droid. Um, anyways, it just looks really cool because he has his helmet on and we've never seen we've never seen Obi-Wan Kenobi in full battle regalia. And so it's like it's him and his, his cape's like blowing in the wind. And he's got his lightsaber. He's got his clone general helmet on, and just it looks it looks sick. Helmet's removable too, so if you wanted to display it as his face, you can take it on and off as you please. Because that's what's cool about sideshow stuff; they make interchangeable parts. Um, I saw a Lobo one that someone did a opening from DC Comics on oh. TikTok. You saw that one. No, but but looking at sideshow made me think about the Lord of the Rings one that they're there. So there's 600 ring wraith buffs that they're doing, Kevin. It's fifteen hundred dollars and it's like it's full scale, but it's like Wait. it's just it's just torso and the ring wraith is holding the sword. I just I just want to let you know that um, imagine that like right here. I, I know it, it would look <laughs> sick. I just wanted I wanted you to know that they're only making like 600 of them. Oh no! Oh, it's mm. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, Hold on, I need to sign up. Is it the twenty-two? No, that one's not. That's not a bust. That's ah! It's like fifteen hundred dollars. You just derailed me mentally. Oh god! All right, I got work to do after the show. Um. <laughs> Oh, here it is. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Life-size bust. It's $1,555. Um, it stands... Yeah, it's a one-to-one scale. So it would be like it, like as if a, a, a ring wraith just you know, from the waist up, and it, it's holding a full-scale sword. I'm, I'm putting blade. the link... I'm, here, I'm putting the link in here. We'll put the, we'll have the link to all this in the in the description for the show for you guys oh that want to see this. God. I, they're only making six hundred of them, and I kind of want to buy one. <laughs> My wife's talking about putting pavers in and DMs right now in in the driveway, and I'm you about should to be send like, her this. babe, I want this instead. <laughs> hey, I have a better way to spend our money. Oh my God, I need that. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes, yeah, Rex showed that to me yesterday. That's not even the the Witch King. That's just one of the ring wraiths. Yeah, it's just it's just a ring wraith. Oh, the thing right, that's crazy anyway. though is that it's one to one and he's it has a it has a full size fucking sword. Yeah, I know. I have many places I could put that. You can put it right behind you. Me me so okay, so I've always wanted to redo my streaming room. I I I setting it up so I can make content again, but I want it to be like a livable office space too and a place where the kids can play games. Yeah. And one of the things I want to do is I, I've always envied Indiana Jones's office in the movies. Oh, sure. With all the maps and stuff. So yeah. I said to Danielle years ago, I was like, what if I got like maps from all of the games and worlds that I love? And she's like, that's actually pretty cool if you do it right. So, like, do yeah. the, the Galaxy Star map from Star Wars. Do a map of Middle Earth in the second and, and first stage. The map of Erebor from The Hobbit. The yeah. map of Hyrule. Like, get them all. Azeroth. 
and then put them around the room. And she's like, but you wouldn't want them straight. You'd almost want them to be slightly disheveled fashionably. Like you're like, you know, and then we'll put like rolled up paper in the corner that looks like maps and stuff like that. I was like, oh, this is what I want. Could you imagine that in the middle of the room around all the maps? I mean, it'd be a little off decor, but be fucking awesome. I'd be like, like, and yes, this ring wraith that I fought 20 years ago and put into this case. I did not win because no living man can kill them. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what we such, were talking about. such a about. weird episode. Oh, this, the Obi-Wan uh, sideshow collectible. Yeah, so the helmet comes off and all that stuff. They, the, um, did they do the Vader? The um, No, that was a print. That wasn't a statue. The Ronin Vader one. That was just a print from Etsy. Yeah, no, so there's, I mean, like, Sideshow's been, they've just been crushing it when it comes to their Star Wars pieces lately. So they had the, the Vader one, they had this one, uh, which are, like, they're within the same vein. Like, they're, like, it seems like they're kind of, like, a, a, a copy pasta um, of each other. But, like, their Mandalorian stuff's been phenomenal. And then they just released a bunch of, Ob- um, like, Obi-Wan and Anakin stuff with with Obi-Wan as it released. Um, they also have a full Boba Fett from from the Boba Fett show, which is... I, I, this is my problem with sideshow is that I just every time I wish I could get a sponsorship and I could just like just they just send me stuff because every time I come in the, onto the store, I just want to buy something like they don't have bad, bad items. No. It's just like there's too many good things that are on this store. It's insane because it's like even, they, they, they collaborate with other like with other companies as well. They even stylistically have like animated versions like there's an animated Clone mm-hmm. Wars Obi-Wan. Oh, the Ronin statue is here. I'm not crazy. Okay. There is a Ronin um, statue. But, like, they have, like, Star Wars busts as well. Like, they've got, like, a, a, a full-size Darth Maul. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they have a Darth Vader that has, like, a, like part of the cape on and stuff. I mean, it's just, like, every time. It's like, ah, oh, shit. I could. Oh, I have a perfect spot for this one. Every time. They have the, um, the uh, General Grievous with all the lightsabers. Yeah, their their mythos line is so good. Like the the Ventress one, where she's standing on the she's still like standing on the skull. Mm-hmm. That one I like a lot because her hood comes off, so you could you could have her hood on or off. But Ventress is such a cool character. Oh, I love. There's rumors that they want to make Ventress live action now and bring her. I mean, like we don't fold. have like a really good ending for her. We also don't, don't really, have a good entry point. We would need an entry point in one of the shows. Like she, she can't just, just shows show up. up. In she just shows up as Dooku's um, apprentice. Like she doesn't even have like a great backstory. Oh, I just saw the Mythos one. Oh, that's yeah. So they're, they're, like, cool. The Darth Maul, the Darth Maul Mythos one is fantastic. His he has the, the short uh, short horns and long horn version. Oh, like they're they're all so good. Um, hey, sideshow. If you want to sponsor Star Wars and Scotch, we will love. Love, love, love. To just, we'll talk about you your want. stuff all the time. I will put anything you want right here. I will keep it in front of me. I don't give a shit. We'll do a sideshow, a sideshow piece of the week. Show off a new Star Wars piece every week. <laughs> side piece of the week. That no, 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 side piece. Sideshow piece of the week. <laughs> no, see, there's a big difference between side piece and sideshow piece. <laughs> what are they doing? They, yeah, some segment called side piece of the week. <laughs> She'd put, she'd grab me by the nostrils like this and just pull because that's what she does when she's pissed at me. Oh man, they got, they, dude. There's a, oh that's mini. I was gonna say they have a mythosaur skull that you could just put on the wall under the D behind you. Be sick. 
like just full scale, like the one from um, uh, uh, Black Spire Outpost, mm-hmm. Doc Ondars. Just put it on the wall right behind you. Be like, yeah, I exactly. The great, I've hunted and killed the great mythosaur. Um, oh man, sideshow. Yeah, we need to. We should. We should chat, Paul. We should chat with them, Paul. Paul. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin needs stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So you finally got a sponsorship, but Kevin doesn't want money. He just wants products. Yes. <laughs> yes, all of it, please. Just give, me, give me all the statues. Kevin, you have a lot of statues in the office. I know. Um, it was announced at like 1 a.m. that apparently NetEase is buying Quantic Dream. Quantic Dream is the studio behind Heavy Rain. Um, what's the one with the other one, their latest one? Beyond Two Souls um, and Detroit Become Human. Uh, and oh, they were such great games. They were all great games. And then um, they were supposed to work on Star Wars Eclipse, which comes out in like 2048 or something. I don't remember the exact date. Uh, <laughs> it was 2028. I just going by what I saw on the Internet. Yeah, it was 2028. And I remember going, I was going to be almost, uh, almost 40. I'll be 38. Like, so there's no way I'm still streaming by then. So they're being acquired by NetEase, which makes me uneasy, pun intended. Uh, but apparently they won't be disrupting operations. Now, there's I know there's a problematic person within the organization at the top, um, and it doesn't look like that's going to change, but NetEase, I guess, is taking over for distribution and other purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, NetEase makes really shitty mobile games, oh. um, and that's why that's I great. don't like... Yeah, because that means monetization starts becoming the main priority and not the art. Um, so for instance, they make the absolute god awful shit um Lord of the Rings Rise to War mobile game, which is like just a really bad RTS mobile shit money grab. Um so I don't that's what makes Quantic Dream games so special. There's no shop, there's no nothing. It's it is an experience. Yeah, it's a really good single player. It's a story, and I don't want that shit to leak into a game like Star Wars Eclipse that that the trailer looks beautiful and yeah. when you make a game like these games um telltale was the other company in it but they used a more a different animation style but the whole point was the story and enriching the story and making it as engaging as possible with various pathways to different you know interactions right. some of these games are so expansive that like you can branch off into ways where like tim and i wouldn't even meet the same characters like we'd be off yeah. in a completely different world so with the potential for replayability, I don't like the idea that monetization could seep its way into it with a company like NetEase calling the shots who specializes in mobile games that make their money off of, like, predatory monetization. I'm going to say it out loud. How do you feel? I mean, like, I don't I don't know enough about NetEase. It seems like you know a lot more about them than I do. Um, so, like, I, I don't. I don't really have a feeling about this other than like knowing that when they took, when they came in and took over the other company, they, they just, they were very hands off. They let them just continue with what they were doing. Um, you know, so there's going to be like a 10 cent in that sense where they kind of just come in they take like, you know, majority of the, of the company. And then they, then they really don't, they don't touch it. They just kind of leave the culture and everything alone and they just have ownership in it. Like I'm cool. Like, will this allow? Will this allow them to get Eclipse out faster? Will this allow Quantic Dream to recover from whatever's going on and continue to push forward? I hope so. I'd I'd like to see this game come out sooner rather than later. You know, I'd like to not be 40 when this game comes out. Uh, so 
wrong with 40? Nothing's wrong with 40, Kevin. It's just that's eight years from now. I just gagged a little. Yeah, that's a long. You'll be almost. You'll be. You'll be almost fifty. Don't, don't say it. Why you say it? Want to know how old day, Audrey Tim. will be? Nope, I don't. Okay. Stop. <laughs> Time out. Cut it out. Um. Yeah. No. We're we're good on that conversation. Yeah, I would love to see it come out in the next few years, but the earliest I think we see it is twenty twenty eight, which is you know. <sighs> yeah. Exactly. Oh. So. I mean, Damn, will you come exciting. back to streaming for this game? No. And, and, and it goes back to the point of like, someone said it during Gamescom, like, are we starting to announce games way too soon? Like, shouldn't two years out be the appropriate time to announce a game in a marketing cycle? Yeah. Like, yes. we're working on this. We hope to show yeah, it to you next Usually you announce E3. it. Exactly. That's usually how, the, how it works. Usually it's like, hey, this game is being worked on. Here's some early alpha footage, you know, which is, you know, for the most part, that I still I feel like that keeps true for the most part. People are like, hey, this game's coming out. Here's a little teaser. You know, either get a little bit of alpha gameplay or just a full cinematic trailer. And then the following year, we get beta game. We get, like, gameplay, actual gameplay, or, like, at least a vertical slice, and then, like, Hey, sign up for the beta. It's happening in two weeks. And then October, November comes around. Boom, you got your video game. Like that's, you, that's the normal cadence that we've been used to for so long. Todd Howard and Bethesda would like you to hold their beer on that one. Remember Elder Scrolls 6 flyover two years ago? And they're like, I this remember. game will be out in 2033. Well, yeah, also, yeah, and then like Starfield and shit, but... But they're somehow they're like showing gameplay footage from the new Fallout in London already. I haven't I seen know. anything for Elder Scrolls Six, but like that happens. So that's my point. Is like, are we starting to announce? Like, has has Star Wars Hunters even come out? Oh my God, the game for Switch! I f- keep on forgetting that was a thing. Oh no, we said it. We, we did check, and it was arriving in 2023. It was supposed to come out earlier this that's year. That's right. It got delayed. Coming. It got delayed. Do you yeah, think Switch. it got delayed so that they can push it out on other platforms? Maybe it's Switch, iOS, and Android right now. Oh, but yeah, but what if it came out for other platforms like PC, Xbox, and PlayStation? I mean, that was the big thing with Diablo Immortal was it came out on mobile and everyone was like, you can't just put it on your damn PC launcher. Like, more people will play it. You'll make more money. And they were like, oh, shit. Yeah, maybe. And then it, it ended up on the launcher. So maybe they'll do the same thing with that and it'll go on like Origin EA launcher or something like that. Who's developing that? Probably not I don't remember. I honestly forgot. It was it was a class based shooter, right? Yeah, it's a hero shooter. Yeah, so it's class based. It was five v five or six v six. It's gonna be kind of like uh, Overwatch. Oh, oh, it's Zynga. <laughs> no wonder. Wait, Zynga? Yeah. The with yeah, the dog. That, yeah, that one. The mobile company. Yep. I've lost all excitement for that game. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it, it, it from the description. It was like, hey, this is our version of Overwatch. And I was like, all right, I could get down with that because Audrey plays Overwatch. So I was actually going to try and convince her and her friends to play this with me instead. Kevin. Try. They're not excited about Overwatch, too. They're all like, it's the same thing. So Kevin, I figured this no would be one wants my... to play with their dad. What? I'm cool, Tim. You just I want you to roll back into what you just said. I want to get Audrey and her friends to go play with me. I want to play video games with my kids. 
Hunter tried to get me to play Smash Brothers, by the way. Did you kick Holy, his ass? Woo! No way. Really? That game. I'm terrible at that game. Oh. Uh, you just have to block. You just block a lot. Yeah, he was like, do this, do this, while he's, like, beating the ever-living shit out of me and, like, on a 37-hit combo. With <laughs> As he's doing multiplication and Yeah, he's like, you reading. just gotta try and do this. I'm like, uh... That tick okay. you off that your kid was kicking your ass? No, I didn't care. If it was a game I cared about, I'd be annoyed. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... But if you kicked your ass in Fortnite, would it tick you off? Probably. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to he figure out where that threshold is. Because I try and tell him he gets too emotional playing video games. So any moment, any moment he gets, like the other day, I, I domed someone with a shotgun in Fortnite and they did not die on the second hit. And I was like, what the ever-loving fuck? I was two feet away from them. So I domed him and then they traded and got me. And I was like, God, I hit him in the head. And he's like, Dad, you should really rot your emotions while you're playing video games. I'm like, oh, two seconds to get upset and then recompose myself, kid. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Oh, no, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> oh, no, you should hear him with his friends playing Minecraft. It argue well, you know, it's Pete's kid. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Anyone call yeah. Pete's kid's burning down their entire village that they spent the last six months laughing <laughs> maniacally. And I was just like, stop it. <laughs> and then Rob's kid's like off building a new village somewhere else because he's given up on this village. That sounds like that when I played point. Minecraft with Trevor and Paul and Jen. <laughs> Oh, it sounds See? just like our group. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor's go. trying to keep everybody together. He's like, hey, guys, come on. Let's go. Let's go down to the dungeon. And Paul's just off burning stuff. Jen's like, look at this pretty carrot. I'm just laughing the whole time. We're going to try and bring Eddie and Snooty's kids into the mix now, too, to really just. Mix oh, my it up and, God. That's fantastic. Yes. And just like nuke the entire situation. So it'll be fun. We're going to have this like collective of children just building Minecraft worlds while Pete's son just burns everything to the ground. Love it. It'd be great. He's basically like the witch king of Minecraft. Um, <laughs> Pete's just laughing in the background. Oh, he doesn't care. <laughs> he does not care. Um, so <laughs> apparently, the Andor IMAX preview leaked online. What? And it got yeah, and it got DMCA'd in four hours, so it was real. Okay, okay, so that's right. So, so they're re-releasing. What, so they're re-releasing which Star Wars? It's Rogue One. They're re-releasing Rogue, Rogue One with 30 minutes of extra footage. Yes. Are you gonna go see it? I'll go. I'll go with you. There's no one else. I don't want to go see it. Me. I don't want to. And we won't go because I'm not going. Okay, I'm not gonna sit in a movie theater by myself. That's like, oh, what's that guy doing? I just He's like. Do you feel like it's worth going back and watching Rogue One in the theater for 30 minutes of extra? Or would you rather just wait for it to come out on Disney Plus? Because that's what I think is worth. I think it's worth just waiting. I like going to the movie theater if it's a nice, like Cinebistro or one of those where I can like sit and have a drink and relax, and I'm not like I don't have some guy on my lap. Like that, I'm into. If you're telling me like let's go to Lowe's Cinema and get some buttery ass popcorn and do it, no, I don't want to do that. But if it's a nice movie theater and I can sit and enjoy myself and relax with you know, I would do that and go see it but i will not go to like regular ass theater and do it so 30 minutes of extra footage for Plus the so indoor preview and the indoor preview so but you were not but like how much is the preview Paul, like how much how much of andor are you going to see Paul's checking to see what it is um i mean i would like, I, I don't know when does it come out know, i'll go uh, i think it's out no Rogue One theater <sighs> comes out. Uh, according to this, it is 
Oh, it's out now. Today and tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> so we're not going. We're not going. I don't think it's worth it. It's not even playing in any of the nice theaters by us. Yeah, it's definitely not worth it. It's all AMC and shit. I'm good. Yeah, I'll wait for Disney+. Plus. I don't know. I feel like that's just Disney's way of just trying to recoup money from the theater. They're just trying I mean, to get money back. Like, I just, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it's worth it. That's what they do, though. That's that's the new thing. Like, re-release Star Wars. Re-release. They did it with Lord of the Rings. You were able to watch all, th- or all three Lord of the Rings a few months ago in theaters again. Select theaters. Um, so, yeah, that's a thing. Because you have to remember, too, Tim, some, some people didn't get to experience these like we did in the theater. Are we that old? Yeah. Lord of the Rings came out in 2000. I remember watching that in the movie theater with my mom. I was on tour with the band and we saw it in South Carolina and it was us and this old couple who I feel bad for now in retrospect. And we went to the matinee because you know me, I've been reading the books on tour and they're like, do you want to go see the movie? I was like, there's a bear shit in the woods. Um, so we went and we saw it and at the part we, we sat around the theater. We didn't even sit next to each other at the part where the, Urukai goes tonight. We feast on mad flesh. Yeah, the bassist from the band I was with was all the way in the back, and he just goes, "Oh God, yes!" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I felt bad for that old couple. Twenty-two years later, it was a good time. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess yeah. It. I mean, I guess kids now that are like you know ten, fifteen, younger's ten or fifteen years old. 10 or 15 years younger than me. There we go. Holy crap. They they wouldn't have experienced that. And now they're old enough to experience that. God, that's so yeah. weird to say. So that's that's why they re-release stuff in the Fuck. theaters. Because like you as a father in, you know, 10 years, it'll be a yeah, nice Yeah, Kyler night. can see Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and stuff. Or or Star Wars in the theater. Star Wars, Star Wars in the theater <sighs> is an experience. We didn't. I didn't see the original Star Wars in the theater until they re-released them when they... Where, uh, when the Phantom Menace and stuff was coming out, I think it was in junior high school sometime. I'm having a real moment here, Kevin. Oh, about aging? Yeah, it gets worse. Wait till you wait till you hit wait till you hit my age, then you really start thinking about things. Kyler's really? birthday. Kyler Kyler turned three. That I'm was like a whole with- like that was like a whole moment. Like that was like a whole like like hump. It's rough. Yeah, that was that was mean with eighteen in January. Like, like you just saying that, like them re-releasing these in movie theaters because kids haven't experienced that, and like the whole idea of like people who are ten to fifteen years younger than me, they didn't exist. Exactly. Well, yeah. When those Audrey movies came out, that's crazy. Audrey was born the year after Return of the King came out. Actually, the month after, because <sighs> she's January and Return of the King came out in December. Yeah, I've wa- I watched all those movies in theater because like that was a thing. It was I so exciting to go and watch Lord because it was every other every other year a Lord of the Rings December, came out. No, it was every or every year. year every every year came out. It was it was Lord of the Rings. It was just Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. Yep. And they'd show a preview at the end of the other one because they filmed all three movies at the same. Because there's just one big thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was it was wonderful. It was wonderful. They don't do it like that anymore. Back in my day. No, but you're right. That's the whole thing, though, is like the movie theater experience like 10 years ago, you know, 15 years ago. I like 20 years ago. 
I like the Cinebistro experience, style experience better, or the movie Tavern, whatever it is by you. Um, there's one in Texas, I forget what it's called. Also, holy shit, Kevin, if it came out in 2000, that was 22 years ago. Yeah, I said that before. I know, but I just, I said 10 to 15. Oh, oh I thought you were talking about kids that were born 10 no, to 15 years ago. I just realized that my math was wrong. <laughs> oh, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was 22. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Do you like when you say, like, oh, yeah, back in 2000? Like, yeah, it was like 10 years ago. <laughs> I do it all the time. All someone the said, time. Someone said to me that the day I was born was closer to World War II than <gasps> how old I am now. <laughs> Every time. Oh, that made me want to vomit. <laughs> ah, damn it. Time is a social construct, Paul. You're right. God. Anyways. All right. So now that I figured out my math and I'm really that old, 20 years ago is a long time. Hey, look at it this way. Look at it this way. We're both healthier than we've ever been. We're in the best yeah, shape Yeah, no, our I'm lives. just saying, like, the movie theater experience 20 years ago was so much better. Because you have to remember, too, you were younger and your body could digest shitty, buttery popcorn. I would I'm not rather talking si- about the food. I'm talking about sitting down and watching a movie. But wouldn't you rather do it in a comfy chair with a drink and eating some sushi while you experience it on the big screen? Because that's how I like to do movies. Well, yeah, no, I'm just talking about the overall like like. I would I just I think like just from start to finish, like talking about like you went and watched Lord of the Rings. Okay, when you went and watched The Fellowship of the Ring and then you got that you got that teaser for the two towers like at the end. Yeah, you know. And like, and then like next December, you had like, I don't know, like the movie theater. I would just say just like the movie experience. It feels so watered down now versus how it was, I guess. When well, we yeah, because is, is it because we're got- older now or is it because just the way that that media has changed? Also, I saw a very re- I was a really, really interesting interview with Matt Damon. And Matt Damon was talking about oh, I why. Saw this. Yes. Yeah. So he was talking about why movies have changed in the past 10 years. And he said it was all because the DVD. Yeah, because like, it was their second chance to make money. I was like, oh, what the fuck? What does he mean, the DVD? And he starts breaking down the cost for movies. And he's like, okay, well, it was like, he's like, here you go. Here's a movie that I wanted to do, and it, or the movie that I, that I did. And it was like, this is like this off movie that no one cared about. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. It cost $100 million to make. And he was like, you, you, box office, blah, 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 blah. You don't make any money until you get to the DVD sales. And he's like, DVDs are essentially a second release at re- when, you, when you drop a movie. And now with streaming and everything else, they do, they, and, and no one's going and buying the DVDs. They're just streaming all the movies. They're losing all that extra income. So movies have to change in order to keep up with, because with, it's with a how one, they're able to make the money. It's a one-shot sale post theater first of all theater revenues down so it's a one-shot sell post theater with will netflix buy this will hbo buy this and then the only time you can make money after that is if your contract expires with that service and you sell it to another service right that's it 
That's literally it. That's the only touch point. But that's why he was money. saying he was like, he's like the movies that they were making in the 80s and 90s, like they were able to be the way that they were. They were able to take chances and stuff because they were able to release it on VHS and on DVD and all those things. But now because they have, it has to be so good the first time so that it's able to be streamable so they can make that money off the first go. Like that's why it has to be the way that it is now. And that sucks. Like it's almost like movies are becoming the same way that like how we've gone from long-term content to short-term content as far as like the TikToks, you know, like the what's what's you know what's what's quick, what's fast, what's you're easy to digest and we can move on. Like that's what movies are starting to feel like. It's all just like it's nothing but like Michael Bay action. Boom, 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 boom. Like visually attractive. It's really sexy, but it's like those movies of like the slow movies like the Godfathers or like Hook or like I'm just trying to think of like just like crazy movies that like stand in my head as far as just like you know awesome masterpieces. It doesn't feel like you get those anymore because well, the way that movies have changed. That's why shows are paramount right now, because you can get more. The contract is there with the streaming service. The streaming service benefits from the subscriptions. And, you know, you can tell a story over 14 hours. Yeah, exactly. Most people people would say that Lord of the Rings should have been longer movies. Most definitely. There's no like two two and a half hour movies were like some of those movies clocked in almost three hours. And that was unheard of. You didn't have an almost three hour movie. The extended yeah. editions are four. So, but that's unheard but, of for a movie. Yeah. Hour, so and that's 50, why shows, hour and 52 hours max. For instance, Andor. We're going to get 24 episodes of Andor. That is literally a day's worth of storytelling. Yeah, because they're going to clock in probably around like anywhere from 37 to 55 minutes long. Yeah, it's 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 definitely media's changed. Home theaters and televisions are different than when that stuff came out originally. I remember I was working at Best Buy and the the TV game was changing while I was working at Best Buy. It was always like every year there was new innovations in television technology and you saw the birth of streaming service too while we were there, the Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, the DVD rental and all that stuff. And 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 they knew, everyone knew it was like this is going to kill DVD sales because I would I would get paid I'd go in the DVD section, the video game section, and I'd be like, what movies don't I have? What games don't I have? Uh-huh. Do I need any accessories? And I would spend, you know, probably 100 bucks in my paycheck just with my employee discount buying all this stuff. I don't do that anymore. I used to, you know the, you know the dresser when you walk into my house right to the right of the door? That's full of DVDs. Oh, that's crazy. Five of those drawers are full of my DVDs that I have never gotten rid of. I could probably start selling them honestly on eBay or something. Well, the idea well the idea of being able to like stream content or download big pieces of information was like was crazy. The internet changed that. For sure. Do you remember yes. do you remember Halo? Like the Halo 2 DLC, you didn't download it. You went and bought the expansion pack and it was a disc yep. and yep. you put it in your Xbox. And like now I remember like the first time that you could download a game to your Xbox or to your PlayStation. And I was like, that's stupid. Like, why would I want to do that when I could go buy a disc? And now I'm just like, why the heck would I want to buy a disc? That's just dust. Like, that's this is going to be covered in dust. It's going to sit there. Like, it's clutter. But yeah, like 20 years ago, I'd be like, oh, I want to show that off. I want my friends to see it and all this stupid stuff. I so think... It's just crazy. It's crazy how things have changed. You know, one of the, one of the things you see on TikTok, too, is midnight releases. Oh, man. 
Oh yeah. Like the Call of Duty releases, the World of Warcraft releases, people in cosplay. It used to be the same with movies. Could you dude, imagine remember? what like a Battlefront 2 midnight release would have looked like? People would be like lightsabers and dressed up as stormtroopers and shit going to EB games to get their I remember like just sitting there at the at the the metal gate just waiting for them to roll it up so you could get in there and get your game. Yeah, oh, was, the butterflies, man. And everyone was so nice and so excited. It wasn't like this Black Friday experience where they're beating each other up for a chance. No. Everyone knew they were getting what they were getting, and they were so excited to get it and run home and spend the next 48 hours just diving into whatever the thing was. And we don't get mm-hmm. that anymore because you're like, oh, I'll set the download, and then da, da, da. nobody stays up late to, to play a new game release. Um, you know, Most of the game releases are, are like noon, 2 p.m. now. And it, again, maybe I'm old, but it loses some of its magic. It really does. It's not It's not what it used to be. And I think movies are the same way. Remember the prequel trilogy? The people dressing up and sitting online and Conan had Triumph the Insult comic dog come out and make fun of all the Star Wars fans. You ever see that yeah. video? It's fucking hysterical. When he's talking to the guy dressed as Darth Vader. Uh-huh. I haven't like, seen that. Button, he hasn't. Which button do I push to come and have your mother come and pick you up? <laughs> I haven't, he hasn't used that puppet in a long time. I think he's retiring soon. I know he does like podcasting and stuff. I don't yeah. know if he has a show. There's a lot of like online content. So, but yeah, the, 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 the world changed in that sense with streaming and innovation, you know, technology simultaneously brought us closer together and has separated us even more at the same time. Yeah. And you know, and now, and now because of anonymity, everyone's got an opinion leading to all the other stuff. So Rob, my buddy Rob says it the best. He says, the 90s was we had enough technology to like live in the future, but we were still like not tethered to a phone where we, yeah. we, we were like out doing things and having a good time. And now that's all kind of tanked and, and gone down. You have to make an effort to go out and do something. I mean, you remember the old days of like be home by the time the sun come, is going yeah. down for dinner. That was it. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're a little bit younger than me. Yeah, you're you're the last generation to do that. Yeah, which yep. is sad, but it all it all correlates back to what we're discussing here. Um, you know, I'll never forget getting those Lord of the Rings DVDs in my hands for the first time. The the box set. I will never forget getting all six Star Wars movies. Yeah, in a box dude, set on VHS. Oh they were it was like this this big. I had this that big. I- yeah, do you remember the 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 gold foil Darth Vader? Yep. For the original trilogy when it was when it was remastered, the digital remaster. Oh, that was such a beautiful box. And like that was something that was like I it was a prized possession. Yeah. Ugh. But now I would just, now I, like now like the idea of going and getting collectors, like I don't even have a DVD player. Like that's yeah. the whole thing is like I would love to have it, but like what's the point? It's an inconvenience now. And I hate that. We were we were watching The Hobbit with Audrey last week. She wanted to to watch it and um for some reason, Desolation of Smog isn't on HBO Max with the rest of them. That's so weird. So I was like, well, I do have the DVD, so go get it. And she's like, she walks up to my Xbox and she's like looking at it and holding the DVD. And I'm like, <laughs> are you serious right now? She's like, what? I don't know. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, there's a thin slot at the top of the Xbox <laughs> on the left. Slide the DVD in and it will catch it and start. And she's like, where? She's like feeling on the Xbox. Oh, here. And then she slides in. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Does she not know how to use a DVD player? This I mean, is like, mind there's blowing. No, there's no CD players in cars. You I know? just have the, 
I used to have a tape adapter that you'd put in the tape thing with the wire and you plug it to the disc man. And then my disc man had this like sticky thing and it sat in my center console and I'd put the disc in and like I had to have shock resistance so I could listen to a CD. That's what Are I we going to call this episode like episode 97 of Midlife Crisis? It has to be because we barely talk about Star Wars, but it's okay. Do you have friends that had like D, like CD changers in the in their trunks where they could have like fifty different CDs? I was were the friend, the, Tim. You were that guy. Yeah, I, I had buddies that had just like these massive cases of just CDs that it was like, like I'm gonna pull disc number fifty. I had I, my CD case was about this thick, mm-hmm. and it was the four slot on each side, and I I was the guy that put the the album insert in front of the CD. Oh yeah! Oh, you yeah, were the so good friend. The, yeah, you were the fun the road art. trip friend. Yeah. And then all the mixed CDs were in the back. And Danielle even said to me a few weeks ago, she was like, "I miss when you used to make me mix CDs." Yeah, because I, like, I mean, well. like mix CDs were so much fun. Or like, it's like <gasps> well, my laptop you can, like, doesn't you just have make, a slot like, on it. You just make like playlists now. You're like, babe, I made this awesome playlist for you. It's not the same. It doesn't hit as hard. You can't like draw hearts and shit on the on the CD. No, because you always had that like that that gold disc that you get from Walmart and you draw on it with a with a sharpie. No disc. Yeah, Nothing. because that's inconvenient, Kevin. That would make your laptop your razor blade, not a razor blade. It'd be a brick, a razor brick. No disc. No disc. I think this is a good place to end. To be honest, because <laughs> Tim and I are like thoroughly depressed now. <laughs> So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to fb.gg slash darkness429 and continue the depression with his chat this morning. I'm taking Kyle to the zoo, so I won't even be there. Okay. Damn it. Sorry, Kevin. I was ready to talk about this stuff. I'll go in Ben's chat then and do it to them. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, you can so you still follow to- me over on Facebook. Head on over to fb.gg forward slash darkness429. You can find me every day except, well, for today, 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. You can find Kevin over at raredrop.co for all things rare drop. You can follow him over on Instagram, Kevin, or no, you're kmagic101 on Instagram, you're Kevin X Vision on Twitter. Make sure to head on over to Lab77 for some plushies. Please get the plushies out of my house. Get a little Tim. Please just go get them. What's get them out of my house. URL? Is it Lab77? It's just lab77.co or shoplab77.co. Please get a little Tim, a little, da- a tiny dada. Kyler will ship it off to you. We have we have little Tims all around the office. It's really cute. It's we have one. There's one with Shane. nipples. Well, that's the big one, isn't it? Yeah, it's the one that was the, the prototype. That was yeah, the prototype. We have, was like, we have no. shirtless nipple big little Tim over here, and and little little Tim is in shirtless nipple big Tim's lap. God damn it! <laughs> so disturbing. Please rate, review, subscribe. Star Wars and Scotch are on YouTube, iTunes, wherever you consume your podcasts. The more you comment, the more you leave reviews, the more it helps us out, especially when I go to Sideshow and beg them for free shit. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. And as always, may the force be with you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.